Hi, it's Jeannie Kelly, your credit coach, and I have a very special guest this week, Jay Talisano from Cross Country Mortgage. He's going to talk to us about what we all want to know, what's going on with the mortgage interest rates, how to do the math, and we're going to even talk about the new FICO 10T and Vantage score. Please join me, Jeannie Kelly, your credit coach. Hi, this is Jeannie Kelly, and I'm so excited to have a very good friend on today, Jay Talisano. How are you doing? Doing excellent, Jeannie. Thanks so much for asking, and thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, I am so excited to have you on because we have to talk mortgages. We have to talk... We have to talk about mortgages, and I want to um, first talk about how did you ever get into the mortgage industry? Uh, Well, I'm happy to talk mortgages with you because that's pretty much all I do all day, (laughs) eat, breathe, and sleep. Got into the mortgage business after a few years in pharmaceutical sales. So graduated college, got into pharmaceutical sales, and some may say, why would you want to get out of that business? Because it's a great business, and it is. But I'm more of the entrepreneur mindset. So working for a big corporate company just doesn't really cut it for me. Uh, so, you know, candidly, I got my segue into the mortgage business because my mom has been a realtor for, I'm going to guess, 30 some odd years. And she's still, you know, somewhat part time. So I knew I couldn't be a real estate agent. I knew that wasn't in the cards for me. Because uh, if I walked in and I saw a kitchen I didn't like, I would probably say so. <laughs> and I'm a numbers guy, so I figured, why not get into the numbers side of the business? Yeah. And during the day, what's your favorite thing about being a mortgage lender? Two things. One, conversations and face-to-face, things like this. Um, and also educating on the mortgage space, whether it's with a realtor, financial planner, or a client, or my team for that matter, right? Um, We are constantly working on our skills internally. So it's really education around mortgage real estate and working with the people I love to work with. And how can everyone find you? Uh, Well, the best way is, you know, Jay Talisano at crosscountrymortgage.com on the web. Um, And the reason why I say that is because once you find me on the web, you'll always come back to me if you type cross country mortgage. So uh, you're always going to come back to me. We are obviously on Instagram and on Facebook as well, just like everybody. Um, Or would love for someone to come visit me here at 46 Miller Street, um, right in Fairfield, Connecticut. So my office is local right in Fairfield. And what states can you work in, though? Because I know you're in Connecticut, but I know you do more than that. Yeah. So uh, Cross Country Mortgage is licensed in all 50 states. Um, And that's great news because if someone wants help in one of those states, we can really help them. Even if I'm not licensed, we partner up with someone at corporate and we work with one of our corporate loan officers to help in any state. I am specifically licensed in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Mass, Vermont, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Virginia, Florida, Georgia, and Texas. Okay. So that's me personally, but we can help in all 50 states. Okay. And I know that you do do like a class every Tuesday. Is it what? Talk to us about the education, the ongoing, and I know you have classes. So share where people can find those. Yes. Yeah. So today, uh, Tuesday, November 8th, and we hold one every single uh, month, the second Tuesday of the month, I do a Zoom homebuyer education. And that is for... It could be for realtors, it could be for financial planners, but the target is generally speaking 
those leads that I've talked to or those clients that I've talked to that are already pre-approved. Um, so we, we actually go into your favorite subject credit, um, and we talk about a lot of things, but it's a 20 to 30 minute, minute zoom with Q and a at the end. Um, and I do that because I just want people to have more education on the topic of mortgage and, and, uh, real estate. Right. And, you know, the biggest thing that I find right now, Jeannie, is that it's all about mindset. Okay. And a lot of life is about mindset really. Mm -hmm. Right. It's how you wake up in the morning and it's how you get out of bed and what you lead with. But, you know, when people were looking at rates that were two and a half, three percent just a year ago, and now they're seeing rates that, you know, maybe as low as five and a half, maybe as high as seven and a half, depending on the product and the, the loan type. Uh, it's all about mindset because people think I can't buy now because rates are high or I shouldn't buy now because rates are high. But Jeannie, you and I have been doing this for a long time. We know that what goes up is going to come down at some point. Right. Um, so it's all about mindset. Um, when working with clients and just educating them on what's out there. So the home buyer class helps with that as well. I'm glad you touched on that because obviously that's all I'm hearing every single day, every single day. And I know what you're saying about what comes up must come down and blah, blah, blah. But also they were so low for so long that this to me seems like normal life. And also I still like to be in control of what I'm paying. So if I'm locked in at a certain rate, I know my my rent isn't going to go up 500 or 1000 or whatever. So at least I'm prepared for my budget for that purpose. Well, let me ask you a question, Jeannie. You, you've owned, I assume, a few homes. I know you've owned at least two since I've known you, maybe three. Uh, my guess is at some point your rate was higher than in the 4% oh, yeah. range, right? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always tell people when I bought my first property in 2001, my rate was six and a half. Home values, yes, were lower at that time, but my income was also much lower at that time, right? right? Am I still here to talk about it? I'm still here to talk about it. Am I doing okay? I'm doing okay, right? So that's the mindset piece of it. You know, if you're a renter right now and you're paying 2,500, 3,000, 35, it doesn't matter the number, that's all interest, right? Right. So would you rather pay a 7% rate build some equity, get a larger larger tax deduction because of the property taxes and the mortgage interest, or would you rather pay $3,000, which basically has 100% interest, mm-hmm. which basically you could argue maybe your interest rate is 3,500%, right? Because you're not getting anything. I mean, yes, you're getting a roof over your head, but you're not building any equity. Right. Right? Right. And so that's where mindset comes into play. Yeah, I love that. That's good. And this is why... I'm having the podcast and I'm I'm so glad you're here because it, it's about doing the math besides the mindset. And that is doing the math right there. Also, I mentioned, I like, again, talk about the control thing, but I don't like the fact that when I rented, because of course I rented, that I couldn't do what I wanted to do, paint the walls you know, get a different appliance, whatever it may be. If you want to be a homeowner and have that dream come true for yourself, don't think because you're hearing, oh, the rates, the rates, still still go for it. I mean. So, so Jeannie, it's so funny because you and I have known each other for 20 years. And what you just said is some of my presentation for my home buyers tonight, which is you can paint the wall yellow if you want to paint the wall yellow, Right. <laughs> But the other thing that you said that is so what we're talking about right now, besides coaching on a mindset, is exactly what you just said. Do the math. 
it, it all comes down to the math, to your point. So you have emotions and you have math, right? Emotions are what takes you over in the sake of like, oh my gosh, we were at an artificially low two and a half and now we're at six and a half, right? But if the math works and you can afford the payment and you can afford the house, buy it and do it because when rates come down, you can refinance, right? I always say, Jeannie, if rates were 0% and there was one house on the market and it was a real dog, assuming you weren't a contractor or someone who wanted to redevelop that dog, would you buy it? Probably not, right? But if you found your dream home and rates were six and a half and you could afford it, you would do it knowing that at some point you can refinance. If you can't afford it, that's a whole different story, right? right? But to your point, it's all about the math. Exactly. That's why my top burden at the moment, because Jay, I have to tell you, when rates were two and a half percent, some people were like, ah, who cares if my credit's not that great? If I'm approved, what are they going to do? Charge me three and a half, four? And I was like, no, but this is still so important. Now, because they did go up, my phone is ringing more, which you could be surprised because obviously business is down in the sense, maybe house sales, maybe not, depending on the area, but people are focusing more on credit, which is my favorite thing and what we should always be doing. But of course, for the mortgage, it's so important, not for just being declined, but at what rate and not just that rate, PMI and all that good stuff, you know, it goes along with that uh, credit score. Well, your rate affects everything. And obviously, like to your point, your interest rate your mortgage insurance, let's not forget about your home insurance, your auto insurance, like every, like your credit score really affects a lot, right? But, you know, the thing that people need to realize is we are seeing a little bit of consolidation in the lending space, meaning some lenders are announcing like we're exiting the mortgage space. So if you don't have that 740 credit score and you're at a 719 or what have you, and that lender that was affording you the ability to buy with a little bit of lower credit score is gone out of the market. You need that higher score now, right? So it's not just, in my opinion, about improving your rate and your situation, but opening more doors. Right. No matter what, no matter what it is that's tied to credit, which pretty much everything is. Right. right? Yeah. So when someone is thinking about wanting to look for a home, what is the first thing you want them to do? When it comes to the lending part, you know, stop looking on the internet and find a trusted advisor. Really, like if you're going to be out there and you're thinking about buying a home, you should get a recommendation or referral for a mortgage professional from the credit queen, from the financial planner, from the accountant, from, you know, whatever. But there is so much misinformation online. Now, there's some good information online, but it's, you know, finding a needle through a haystack, right? You've got to find the right source. So go to a trust advisor to get that advice. What I'm talking about right now in the community is you can't just be someone who sells home. You need to be a realtor. You need to be a realtor that gives advice, right? So anyone with a real estate license, it's not just about selling a home anymore. It's about giving good, solid advice. Same thing with mortgage. It's not about just finding an interest rate. It's about getting the best solid advice, right? You can shop around. I tell this to people all the time, Jeannie. If someone says, "Are you? am I going to find a better rate than what you have, Jay? 
Absolutely. If you go to the depths of the earth of the internet, sure, you're going to find a lower rate, but are you going to get the advice? Are you going to get to closing? Is it going to be what they tell you? Is it going to be a bait and switch? When you buy a home, it's the single largest piece of anything that you're ever going to buy. Unless of course you go out and buy some ridiculous yacht, right? <laughs> Your house is the biggest thing you're ever going to buy, right? Would you agree? Yeah, Personal use, yeah. right? So would you go and just pick something off the internet? Right. I mean, I wouldn't. Right, exactly. I always say that too. That I mean, it comes even in my industry. Google, you can Google a lot of things, right? But Google doesn't have a law to go. Google also is not a credit expert, not a mortgage expert. You need that. And again, why I'm making sure I do this podcast is because it's so crazy that no one teaches us about credit. We usually buy a mistake. But let me ask you this. How did you learn about credit? <laughs> How did I learn yeah. about credit? By being in the mortgage business and from you. <laughs> I mean, that's really it, right? Learn by doing and having a good advisor by your side, which is you and Noel over all these years where I can rely on you and lean on you. If I have a credit question, I don't go to google.com and Google it. I, you're my Google for credit, right? I mean, that's really what it comes down to. So that's how I learn is by professionals. You know, they, what is that phrase from um, Jim Rohn? You're, you're the product of the five people that you most surround yourself with, right? And so the same thing goes for business. You have to surround yourself with the people that are going to help you and give you the right and best advice. So if you're a homeowner, those people are your realtor, it's your attorney, it's your lender, it's your insurance person, right? And you need to have those good, solid people by you, not someone that you can find uh, online in a you know an office in Seattle, Washington that you've never met before. Nothing against Seattle or anyone who lives out there, right? right. But like that person doesn't care if you close locally. Right. I care if you don't close. It's my reputation that's on the line, and we're going to give you good, solid advice. So you got to work with the trusted, right? The dream team. Put put your dream team. And 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 regarding credit, but also regarding purchasing a home. Where do you learn about it? Right. We, we are not taught. And sometimes here's the scary thing, Jay, you're taught by someone who purchased 40 years ago. If it's your parent trying to give you advice and it's totally. Say, so you, you, once again, you're on my wavelength because what I was going to say was parents, as much as we love our parents and as much as our parents have taught us so much, if they haven't bought or they haven't been through this process in X amount of years, they're probably not the best for that to give you all of the advice. I remember when I bought my first condo here in, in Fairfield, my dad said, are you crazy? You could buy a place for half the price in the town you grew up in. And I said, right, but I'm not living in the town I grew up in because I've got a job down here. And he said, you're nuts, right? Well, you know, here we are fast forward all these years later. And if I had bought in that town or I bought here, like home values rose, I did fine, right? I'm not saying don't consult your parents. Your parents are fantastic people, right? <laughs> yes. But if they bought 60 years ago or 40 years ago, it's just probably not relevant to 2022, 2023. Right. Yeah, always. And, you know, and so the, it's so important. That's why surrounding yourself with the dream team, figuring it out and asking, talking to your friends who might have just closed a couple of years ago this year, whatever it may be. But it does miss me, that information. And it changes. Like, even for myself talking about credit, what I say today, right now, and that's why I love people always tuning in, can be different next week. 
I can tell you something about the credit industry and it can change. So this happens all the time. I talked about things 20 years ago I would never talk about now because they don't, it doesn't matter anymore. So I always want to talk about what's happening now. So, I mean, perfect. Well, the interesting thing is what you see now or what you saw over the last two years, you might think, wow, I'm never going to see this again. And then fast forward a year, two years, five years, it's like, wow, I never thought I would see this, Right. right? Like things change. But the reality is we have to adapt to the changes if we're going to grow and be in a growth mindset. If we're going to battle the changes, we're going to stay stagnant, right? So we have to adopt with what's ever going on in the world. And, you know, and that's what makes for successful people, successful transactions, right? You've got to be guided by someone who's in the now. In the now. I like that. What's your biggest motivator? So Jeannie, I've got a, okay, go ahead. I've got a question for you. Okay. So talk to me about the FICO changes and the Vantage score changes that I keep reading and hearing about. This is about, a good one. Uh, that, are, that are coming. I want to know from the expert. Okay. I don't want to read online. First of all, you're talking about FICO 10T and the Vantage 4.0. Correct. Okay. And yeah. everyone is calling me, asking me about it. And here's my first advice. It's not happening. So don't worry about it. Okay. But I, it's, not it's, happening? It, it's going to happen, but they... They won't give us a time. And when you read up about it, they say multi-year project. Multi-year. What does that mean? Does that mean one year, three, five? When's this happening? Okay, so that's the one thing. So, But we want to be educated. So we want to be ready. So when they switch it and say, okay, for mortgages, we, we're going to also look at FICO 10T or Vantage. You want to be prepared. So if you want to be prepared, here are some things to do. Rent might be included or rent will be included, but I'm not sure if your rent, but depending how how your landlord is going to report, if they report your rental or not. So this can help you if you pay your rent on time. It might not help if you don't pay it on time. So that's something important. So if you're someone who's thinking in a year or two, you may want to purchase Make sure you're paying your rent on time. And what I mean by that is not over 30 days late. If it's five days, 15, you know, that's different. So that's one thing that's with the FICO 10 changes. Also, um, authorized users, they're saying, aren't going to be calculated as much in the score. Okay, so we're going to have to find out about that. They're also talking about the trended data, that there'll be more of that information and that'll be calculated on the score. Something else I read, again, this is all waiting to really see things go into action, but a recent late payment they're saying is going to count heavier than it is now. Heavier. And they, I mean, I think they're right now. Sometimes we see recent late payments drop 75, 100 points. So when they say more, uh uh-oh. So, you know, I'm a little concerned about that. But with that being said, right now, I'm not worried about it at all. I have to stay focused on FICO 245 because when it comes to mortgages, 90% of lenders, that's what we're using. So until it comes into action, don't worry, Jay. But there's the Yeah, no, And the interesting thing is if it's a multi-year rollout, by the time they roll it out, things could change as well, right? right? So like it it might just be something that continues to try to attempt to roll out, right? Um, You know, the the other question I have for you is like I've been doing this for now going on 21 years 
And I feel like we've been using the same scoring model for oh, all those years. Am I, am I accurate yeah, in that? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they've been using, these are older scores, FICO 25, but they feel for the mortgage industry, they were the safest for mortgages. And that's why you see right. other, I remember when FICO 8 came out, everybody was calling about FICO 8 because medical collections weren't in the FICO 8 score. Oh, we're so excited. This is great. You're still not using FICO 8, are you? <laughs> Exactly. No. Okay, so I'm not saying this is going to be like that, because they are saying that this will roll into place. They're also not saying how they're going, like, are they going to just stop using FICO 245? Or are they adding this as well? We, It's all still in the works. And the yeah. only thing that I'm really mostly wanting everyone to learn is pay your rent on time, because it may matter. That that's yeah. the biggest thing. So this way, there's no shock waves. If all of a sudden that that FICO ten is in. Well, let me tell you, for a lot of our jumbo loans, we're looking at um, rental history anyway. Mm -hmm. So whether it's being calculated in your FICO score or not, pay it because underwriting may say, "Hey, Jeannie, can you give me your last twelve months canceled checks?" or for rent, or can you get me in contact with your landlord? Um, so, you know, whether you, you, no matter what, pay your bills on time, no matter what they are, right? Because you just never know when you're going to have that check. Right. And I think it's a great tool because the rent is something that everyone's been talking about. I mean, I've been listening, I've been in this over 20 years, and everyone has wanted that in the score. Because sometimes right. you don't have a lot of credit, and maybe the the rent and one account you have. So it's it can be really fabulous. So it's just paid on time because I don't want any kind of hiccups. All right. So FICO 10T and the Vantage score, if someone tells asks me about it, I'll say, listen, don't worry about it because it's so far down the road. It's, it's down the road to the point where we don't even know what it's going to mean yet. Just pay your bills on time. Pay your rent on time. Definitely. And yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. So, but I'll let you know when that's out, and we see it, that it really being used. We'll talk about it. I just want someone to say, give me a date. You know, sometimes when things are changing with the medical um, collections or when uh, Packard's, you know, stopped being on credit reports except for bankruptcies. Uh, but there were dates like you kind of knew when, they, you know, right now just and that's how new this is that they haven't given us that date. So let's see what happens next year. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. The reason why I thought it had more merit this time than, you know, something that you might just see online is because there was commentary about that the FHFA, yeah. Federal Housing Finance Authority, was going to adopt the new versions. And so when you hear that, you think, OK, this maybe this is coming fairly soon, but it really still isn't. It's soon that they it, it is coming and that but multi-year. So what are you saying to that, Jake? Multi-year rollout. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's a, who knows, right? But what I will, what I do know is you'll be the first to tell me once we get to yeah. that point. And right? that's why I haven't been going out. But now, hey, you brought it up. So now here it is. This is great. Uh, <laughs> but that's why I haven't really talked about it because I, I wanted dates to go along with it. But you know what? Healthy conversation regarding mortgages and credit. And I love that. Well, and, and so to the point of like a headline, of something found online or like I said, you can't always trust something you see online. I saw the headline 
And I literally said, I'm not even going to read about this. I'm going to ask Jeannie next time I talk to her. And then here we are. And so that's why, because I could have dove into all these different articles and gone down a rabbit hole and really have not gotten the best advice. So talking to the person I've talked to for 20 years about credit is where I get my knowledge. I love it. Thank you. What's your biggest motivator right now? What's my biggest motivator yeah. right now? <laughs> Well, that's an interesting question, but you know, every single day when I wake up, I know that I have to provide for my family, um, which is at home, but also my family, which is at work, right? And I know you feel the exact same way, right? Um, So your family is not just the people that you sleep with or live with or have as your direct, you know, uh, members of, of your household, but they're also those people that you go to work with or even if you're zooming into work and working remote, right? Like we, and I know you as well, rely on your teams, right? So right now, the market from real estate and mortgage perspective is off significantly. We're still pre-approving about 30 clients a month, which is a lot, um, but we still have very limited supply to be able to convert these transactions and get people into homes, right? So our front-end numbers are very, very strong. Our back-end numbers of closings are down. And so every single day when I wake up, it's about focus, it's about drive, and it's about determination to be able to serve my realtor partners and my clients and also serve my family and my family at work, right? And, you know, um, we talked about mindset before with our clients, but mindset with our team is actually almost, if not more important, right? Um, You and I have been in this mortgage market and real estate market for many times, for many years now, and we've seen the ups and downs. We've all made it through right? We've all made it through, um, but we just have to keep going every single day and doing what we do best. All we can do every day is control those things that we have the ability to control. I can't control interest rates, but I can control the amount of people that I talk to and the advice that I give them. And that's really what we have to do every single day. So for me, the motivation is family and team uh, and obviously my clients. And you do so much, Jay. I mean, from I see all your videos all the time, and again, what's your Instagram? Oh, gosh, I got to look <laughs> at it, Jeannie, because I don't have this right to my memory, but yeah. I will give it to you here real quick. It is Jay Talisano, so J-A-Y-T-O-L-I-S-A-N-O underscore C-C mortgage. So Jay Talisano underscore C-C mortgage. 958 followers. Let's get me over a <laughs> thousand. Would love that. Uh, But yeah, no, we do reels and we do videos. And really, you know, for me, the content piece of it is easy because it's whatever's coming up in daily mortgage life, right? Over the past few years, seller credits and seller concessions were something that weren't used that often because it was such a seller's market and people were paying cash and what have you. But now we're starting to see that market shift a little bit. It's still a seller's market, but we're seeing it move a little bit towards the buyer side. And so things like seller credits are coming up. So I'm educating realtors on limitations of seller credits. And quite candidly, they don't do mortgage every day. They do real estate every day. So for me, educating and updating them on that, it's a tool they need to put back in their toolbox or dig from the bottom to use. And so that's what I love doing is those videos and educating folks on that. Can you tell us about that? Because I think that seller concessions and all of that. Yeah. So, I mean, basically I I won't get into all the nitty gritty because there's so many different variables and different layers, right? But there are limitations on the amount of a seller credit that you can give, uh, that a seller can give. So a seller credit is as follows. Let's say you and your family, Jeannie, go to buy a home. 
and you want to build some of your closing costs into that transaction. So let's just say hypothetically you're bidding on a house, Jeannie, and it's a $500,000 house and you want to cover some of your closing costs within the transaction. You can bid over and above what you think your initial bid is going to be. So let's just say hypothetically you're going to bid $500,000 for a home and you think and your realtor thinks that the seller is going to accept $500,000. But you want to cover some of your closing costs within the deal you can wrap in as long as you are putting down um, like let's say you're putting down 10% or less, you can cover X amount of the closing costs within the price. So 10% down uh, 10% or less down, excuse me, would be a 3% concession. That would be the maximum. So 10% or less, you could roll $15,000. So the seller could pay $15,000 of your closing costs. Okay. So there's limitation on percent and that closing cost credit cannot exceed the actual amount of your closing costs. Now, someone's putting 20% down, the number goes up. If someone's going FHA, it's 6%. So every product has a different percentage that you can use. And in the conventional world, it's limited by how much money you put down. So it's not just, if it was a one number, set it and forget it, everyone would probably remember pretty easily. But in this world, as we know, there's options and there's choices and there's limitations. And so we got this seller uh, concession credit cheat sheet out to our realtors and they love it. And that's also a source for our content on our Instagram and and um, YouTube and Facebook yeah. channels. So it's little things. And like that's not that. a little thing. That's a big deal of what can, you know. It is. For us, it's a little thing, right? It's like on the mortgage side, it's something we think about all the time and eat, breathe and sleep. But that's why I always say it's sometimes those little things are very big things to other folks. And that's why we have to constantly right, be educated. Exactly. Yeah, because down payment is, sometimes people, that's what holds them back from wanting to get a home because they think about that. And it can be changed. There's so much involved with the down payment, right, Jay? I mean. Well, I mean, some people just think that you have to have 20% right. down. Like some people still think to this day, like, oh, I can't buy because I have 20% down. Wrong, wrong, right. and wrong, right? Like that is not the case. I mean, there's some programs out there where you can uh, do 100% financing. Not 100% financing like what collapsed our mortgage space in the early 2000s, but there are a few programs for first-time buyers with grants and down payment assistance where someone can put no money down, you know? But the bottom line is this is why you need that trusted resource. This is why you need that trusted advisor. If you're a realtor, you need someone you can trust for your data. Uh, two weekends ago, I had a realtor call me and say, hey, we've got an asbestos in a basement and bop, 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 bop. And then what did I do? It was a Sunday. I called one of our underwriters here at Cross Country Mortgage and said, hey, I think this is the answer, but I just want to double check. Bop, bop. She confirmed. I got back to the realtor. And that's good real-time advice, right? Don't go reading on the web. You can get yourself in trouble. But I talked to the underwriter who was going to make the decision on a deal, right? So you need that trusted resource. And no, that's where you come in in the credit space for us and our clients. Absolutely. Right? Can't wait. I mean, I love helping people do the math when it comes to their credit and save the money. Why give it to the bank? Keep it for yourself. And so I love what I do. Tell me, what is your number one tip when it comes to obtaining a mortgage? Huh. I know I'm going to sound like I'm, I'm beating a drum, but the number one tip is to talk to a mortgage lender ASAP. And quite candidly, 
realtors may not want to hear this, but before you talk to the realtor, you should, you know, you shouldn't be going out there shopping for a home unless you know your limitations, right? right? And, you know, we have a program here where we can actually do a soft credit poll. And this is a big hurdle, Jeannie, for clients, right? Oh, I don't want to go talk to a lender because I don't want a hard credit check. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with Mm -hmm. the soft poll. Um, First and foremost, the soft poll doesn't cost me any money here at at the company. So like I'm saving a little bit there, right? And then as soon as we need to get you pre-approved and do a hard poll, we do it in seconds, right? So you want to come talk with me, Jeannie? I can do a tri-merge soft poll or I can do a a transunion only soft poll. And on a conventional loan, I can actually approve customers on a transunion only soft poll. Okay. Um, and, and I love that ability to do that. Not everyone can do that. Um, so I always tell clients, if, you, if you've gotten an opinion on a mortgage and you want to get a second opinion, stop worrying about the hard pull because we can do the soft credit check. Um, and if you're just starting out with me and we want to go soft pull, I'm happy to. Right. You know? Yeah. And we can give you the same level of, of advice. So start with the lender, do the soft credit pull. Don't worry about the hard inquiry. Everyone's worried about, oh my gosh, how many points are my score going to go down? Maybe, right. Let's stop worrying about that. But you got to get advice. You can't go shopping. I've had so many people go shopping, then come to me and I tell them, Jeannie, I'm really sorry, but your max budget is X. I know you wanted to shop for Y. And they're like, what? Really? Because right. they just right. don't know. It's a, yeah. so that's the number one advice. Get your, get yeah, your answers. That's great. I love it. Great advice, Jay. I'm, I'm so happy to have you here today. I love working with you. This is the month of gratitude. And I am so grateful for you and working with you is always just absolutely amazing. So thank you for this conversation. I, I've learned so much during this podcast. So thank you. Well, listen, I feel the same for you and for your team, of course, because it's not just you. It's everybody that takes part in the Kelly Group Credit Consulting that helps us and our clients every single day. We're always you know, sending people to you when they need your help. And you guys just dive in and you get it done. And the biggest thing, too, is you keep you keep us in the loop. The communication piece, I say, is is always very key. So, you know, getting back to Jeannie, what we talked about today is really the mindset, the numbers, right? The trusted advisor. And that's what you and I both do with our teams every day. So same here, Jeannie. We appreciate you. Oh, you thank you. Thanks, Jay. Take it easy. Thank you for having me you on, Jeannie. I appreciate it. Bye. Talk soon. Mm-hmm.